Hey folks, and welcome to a very special Oktoberfestapalooza episode of Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together, and my name's Chris. Was los es tud. <laughs> and I am your tied for second place on the Frosty Mug of Wisdom <laughs> champion, Obert. Oh, Guten man. Tag. I, I, I just want to say that intro was wunderbar. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> As they say in Germany. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm we're, excited. It's that coming. magical time of year. It is. It is. Where we take a break from October Festapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do... Actual October? When is Oktoberfest this year? When is it? We always say we're going to go. When is it? Officially. Um, you know. Jets. we I have that. October. Uh, the Saturday, September 16th to Tuesday, October 3rd. Oh, right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's almost like we timed this episode out. That's so something. weird. Weird. Yeah. That's weird how that happened. Well. Yeah. I know. I know. Actually, I, is it is it is it okay for us to release Oktoberfest Palooza during Oktoberfest? It's for the people I that miss know. it. It's for the people that miss it, huh? Like they're like, right, oh man, it right. hasn't been Oktoberfest Palooza in like I don't know, fourteen days. Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> How are we supposed to ever get by? But yeah, it was funny on the group chat. Um, you know, we Chris every day was texting. He said, you know, T minus fourteen days till Oktoberfest. 13, 12. He just could not stop. Mm-hmm. It was clearly the only thing on his mind. Yep, yeah, exactly. Countdown to Oktoberfest. Yeah. <laughs> I was, um, I'm, always, I'm always so excited for Oktoberfest. Uh, favorite time of year. Um, you know, as you can as you can tell by my Ber- Ber- Birkenstocks. Is that what I wear? That's what the Germans wear. Okay. Lederhosen. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the one. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's the one too. That too. I wear both. I wear both of those. <laughs> Playing the bagpipes, just like a true German. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> those German bagpipes. Uh, yeah, no, it's my favorite episode of the year. It's up there. I mean, I have a few favorite episodes of the year. Uh, you know, it's up there with, with our Oktoberfest. I mean, with our, uh, you know... Mr. Oscar episode, our uh, Cinco de Mayo episode. Yep, uh, we got some. We have some good ones all year round. But um, I do love me a good October Festapalooza. Um, yeah. How are you celebrating personally, Todd, in your life? Drinking. You're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you like? Are you <laughs> translating this podcast through ChatGPT into German <laughs> right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> das ganze Gerede über das Oktoberfest Palusia macht mit durstig. There you go. Wow. I couldn't have said it better myself. Prost. <laughs> uh, well, I'm. I know I'm very excited. Uh, do you mind if I if I crack open an Oktoberfest Palusia beer here? Oh, please do. Us drinking. It's, man, there's it must be some really bad lag between here and Connecticut. I know, right? <laughs> but uh, Ted, you, got, you gotta say those German lessons have been paying off. Kein ganze Folge of English. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that accent too. That accent work is, <laughs> is great. Yeah. Feel transported. 
so I have um, a beer series I brought before, but this is the new and updated 2023 version. This is from Mountains Walking. They got their Bavarian blue and white checked flag version. Um, this is their Chop and Wood series that they do. They do this every time of year. I think last one was like a Rausch beer where it was like a smoky beer. Um, this is a more traditional fest beer, Oktoberfest style. Um, similar to what you would get like Sam Adams kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, they like they celebrate every year. They do it right. So I was excited when I saw this in the store. Excited to bring it to the pod. My first Oktoberfest of the year. Um, in a quick update on our two favorite segments, old weather news and weather is different in different places. It was like upper 50s today. So it's starting to feel like Oktoberfest weather here in Montana. I got my flannel on. I'm ready to celebrate, you know? It's that changing of the seasons that gets us all so excited. Boo, Herbst. <laughs> um, T-Rex, easily. Oh, Gip yeah, you are. Would see you. You are dead. <laughs> I love how, like, uh, Ted already knew what, what I was going to say. Um. That yeah, you are you are hosed if a T Rex is coming after you. He could see you through like a m- mile of this beer. It is Do a worst beautiful amber ger- color though. Get Gefersen. <laughs> I love how much Chad is committed to this bit because, um, like, there's no translation. I'm not going to go translate and put subtitles over you. So uh, <laughs> it's just uncomprehensible German for. I'm going to say 99% of our audience. Uh, but for that 1%, Tud's got that excellent German for you. So, But yeah, that beautiful light amber color. We're talking like 9 SRM maybe. I don't know. It's very light. We're haben viele Deutsche fans. <laughs> it's got that classic crisp Oktoberfest. You can almost smell people partying when you, when you breathe this beer in. Let's see how it tastes. Parte and Lederhosen? Really, uh, really crisp, as you probably could have guessed from looking at it, that this is much lighter in body and flavor than a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Um, Probably more like a traditional German fest beer lager. Um, (sighs) I don't know. Man, I'm, I'm struggling with what to say here. What are some what are some good October like German Oktoberfest beers that I could compare this to? Paul Liner is the one that comes yeah. Um Sam Adams you already mentioned. Hogarden? Yeah. Yep, there's a yep, there's one. Yeah. It's similar to a Hogarden, but I think Hogarden's got a little bit more of that, more of that floral spiciness. Uh probably more similar to a Paul Honor. You're right. Um but yeah, very much crushable. I if I had a whole liter stein of this, I would be very happy to just uh, spot leave it. No, I feel like spotten is heavier uh, than this. I did I did think about spotten, but uh, maybe I'm confusing their bach their like bachinator beer with their lighter offering. But um, again, super crushable, very drinkable. It's called chop and wood, so I think it's great if you're outside chopping wood all day you need something you know this is transitioning from a lawn mowing beer to a wood chopping beer um six percent abv again crisp clean delicious really i think they hit the nail on the head i would be if 
when we have our Whitefish Oktoberfest, if this was on tap, uh, I would be all over it. But that would be a new one, a new welcome surprise. I don't know. It's, um, again, just something you could have a lot of liters of steins. So I'm going to give this beer 3.75. It's um, really good. There's nothing that makes it break that 4.0 barrier, though, unfortunately. It's like a little bit more complexity, even though I was just lavishing praise on how clean and crisp and devoid of a lot of adjuncty flavors it is. Um, a little bit more complexity, I think, would get this a little higher rating for, for me. Rutten. Rutten? Rutenberg? Rutenberg? Uh. Sure. You could just be saying gibberish <laughs> in German, and we would not have any. Nine. That, so. uh, uh, the. Raheinskaboot. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. definitely a traditional lager following the Raheinskaboot laws. <laughs> Todd does not listen to his own podcast. Rutenberg. <laughs> That's the October Festivalooza <laughs> purity laws. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We say it's got to be tasty. That's the only law on this show. It's got to taste like yummy beer. <laughs> uh, I was right, though. It was German gibberish. So, Yeah. Okay, so I give it a 375. Now, again, this is the Chopping Wood series um, from Mountains Walking, and I'm imagining that there's a lot of them because of just what they name their fall seasonal, I think. Oh, yeah. There's, there's enough. There's yeah, enough there's, for all of them. So is there another? So this is the Fest beer. Uh, is the uh, You probably should be able to find it with that. Yeah. Von 422 check-ins. I don't think it's going to be that high. Um, this, is, this is not in my wheelhouse, but I think it's under four territory. I'm going to say 386. Falsh. Does that mean correct? No. Nine. <laughs> it's close. Oh, it's it's got a nine? Dry, comma, act. Can you translate that for me? 3.8. 3.8. Okay, so I got point oh six off. Yeah, pretty stout. Yeah. Okay, on the board. On the board. Which I will take. Leaving, leaving um, not making it a... Total easy, easy one for you guys, but still plenty of wiggle room. Plenty is a, that's a big word. I mean, geez, got to get close. What is close? 0.05 is close, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you got like a 0.11 window, really. True. You know? True. All I got to do is tie, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, man, the flow of this podcast is so weird without one of our co-hosts speaking English. <laughs> gotta say. Um, but... <laughs> I'm going to be really impressed if he can review his beer all in German. See. I've been itch on der right to trinken. Itch weird off English Reinenstern, which means I will I shall review in English. Okay. Oh, this is where the bit dies, guys. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> so I'm going to sit back and enjoy my Oktoberfest beer while uh, Todd, what do you got for us this week? So my beer this week is called the Kaiser's Oktoberfest. It is a Marzen mm. lager. Now, how do you say that in German? Kaiser's Oktoberfest. <laughs> good, you passed the test. <laughs> I'm good. Um, it's brewed by Norbrook Farm Brewery, which is a brewery I've never had before. Uh, on the can, 
There's some cows, a sheep, a pig, some other pigs. They're all getting around, getting ready for the cow to serve them pints of Oktoberfest beer. Nice. Uh, 6.2% ABV. It says we brewed this beer to honor Heinz Gudenlach, known as the Kaiser. Heinz led with a firm but fair hand in the woods at the sawmill and at home. This traditional copper-hued lager is our way of paying homage to him in our Local Heroes series. Okay. As I said, I've never had this brewery before, so I was interested in trying it. Now, yeah, are they a Connecticut brewery? They are a Connecticut brewery. They're out of Colebrook, Connecticut, which is like... Now, are you just making up town names now? Yeah, I'm trying to choose the most German-sounding things in Connecticut. (laughs) No, this is up in like the northwest corner. Um, When you're going... I've seen the brewery before. As I was going to Great Falls on my one trip to Great Falls... Great it Falls, is, Montana? Uh, no, Great Falls Brewing Company in Connecticut. Uh, it's it's on the way. Okay. I guess it's on the way there and on the way back, technically. Because, like, right I guess in the it's middle. probably also on the way to Great Falls, Montana. If you <laughs> Just keep True. going. Yeah. True. Uh, but no, that's where a friend of the pod, uh, Jonas, works, is at Great Falls. Okay. But yeah, so I've never had a beer by these guys. I thought it was going to be interesting. I saw this when I was at Big Y, and I was like, ooh, an Oktoberfest beer. And I knew I needed one. So I grabbed it and I decided to bring it. Now, in true uh, Oktoberfest fashion, I think it's required that you either drink your beer out of a stein or out of a boot. And Obert, I noticed... That that that, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that you didn't drink your beer out of either one of them. So uh, it's kind of disappointing. Mm, That's fair. But don't worry. I picked up the pace and I I decided to to drink out of my labyrinth boot. Well, look at that. So this this beer here, uh, you know, amber in color. You could definitely see a T-Rex right through it. Uh, you're not hiding from it at all. Um, or, as the Germans say, Dinosaurier. Uh, on the nose, smells like a German beer. It's got the nice frothy head that's just sticking around. Kind of makes it look like a real boot with the kind of the white uh, the white fur at the top of the boot. Yeah, maybe it's like if you had a sock or something, too, yeah. sticking out. Yeah, exactly. Like an Ugg boot. There you go. Exactly like an Ugg boot. <laughs> like the Germans um, wear. <laughs> still always... <laughs> Still always confused as to why in the movie Beer Fest, when they, when they chug from the boot, they have to twist it so the air bubble doesn't pop. Why don't they just drink it from the side so that way there is no air bubble? No, no, no. Well, that's okay. I can see why you're confused. But what happens is they use the air bubble momentum to like the force the rest of the beer down their throat. So like there's a strategic advantage to the twist. Right, but if you if you notice, the reason they even developed the twist is because they were unable to figure out how to chug the beer without the beer with the air bubble in the in the toe popping in their face. Right. So but I always wondered why I'm they just saying. Didn't, I understand that they eventually solved that how to do it, and it also improved their drinking quality. But I'm surprised that they had to actually develop a math problem to chug versus just turning the boot to the side. Yeah, it is weird because. That's really the literally only plot hole in the entire movie. So I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like such a well thought out movie that I don't know how they managed to overlook that. I, I agree. I mean, one of the characters died and they were like, well, how do we fix this plot hole? Oh, twin brother. Of <laughs> I want to watch that movie again now. It should be required viewing for us for this episode every year. We really it should. should. We should we should do like a like a triple viewing every year of uh uh like a director's commentary exactly yes yeah 
Uh, that should just that should be like a bonus episode or something. Just be like, oh, this is us watching a movie. Yep. Hours of silence. Well, the whole idea is they're supposed to watch it with us, but they turn it like halfway down, and then they can hear us and the movie. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So like we all like sync it up and hit play at the same time with the listeners. That could be how we finish the rest of our Oktoberfest beers. Is we do this while watching Beer Fest, and we have to finish them there all by go. the end of Beer Fest. The rest we of our have to drink pack. one every time they they drink one. <laughs> there you go. We got to practice our our boot spinning. Yeah. Um. But let's dive in. Let's see how it tastes. Prost. 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 So I will say this is my first Oktoberfest of the year. Um. I did not have one at the Big E, which is out of character usually. Um. But it was too. Oh hot. yeah, that's like yeah. I hear you. It's it's weird, man. Having early season Oktoberfests in Connecticut. It's like, I can't drink this beer when it's 90 degrees out. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, and generally I go to the Big E like one of like the last days, but we went the first day or the second day. Mm. So generally it's later in September where it's been cold for a week or two or colder for a week or two. But we went this past week and it was awesome. Um, so the beer, it is a little malty, a little little crackery, biscuity I think is the, the term I'm looking for there. Um, oh, there you go. It's got a lot of... I'm trying to figure out what the flavor. It's not. It's not full. Like a lot of these are usually full biscuity, but this is more like sweet. I guess like a sweet biscuit. Um, very good. Very crisp. Very clean. Like a like a cookie. Biscoff cookie. Yeah. That you yeah. Get on yeah. Kind of like a Biscoff cookie. Like a graham cracker. No, not a graham cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Biscoff cookie. Um, but also with a lot of like malt flavoring. Too like a malty Biscoff cookie. Uh, very okay, good. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, never been to Norbrook Farm, as I said, but if this, I, I I don't even know where you get other versions of their beer. Like you might just have to drive to the middle of nowhere, Connecticut, to, to try it. But if it's if their beer is anything like this, this is a good style Marzen. Um, a little slightly different, not as not as dry and malty as they usually are. This is like I said, a little bit more sweet, a little bit more biscuity, but still some malt. Solid drinker. Uh, looking forward to finishing the rest of the four pack, um, and I think that's all you can really say about Oktoberfests. And but you'll be you'll be looking out for more beers in this brewery. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think they it's it seems like they they know what they're doing for brewing. Um, pretty happy. They even put their phone number on the can. A lot of breweries don't put their phone numbers on call the can. Them. Let's call them right now. I don't know if they still do, but I know Dogfish Head did for a while. Well, in case you want to visit like, these guys, they're at a. Uh, 204 Stillman Hill Road in Colebrook, Connecticut. Uh, phone number is 860-909-1016. Okay, give them a call. Tell them Drinking Alone with Friends sent you. <laughs> and ask where we can get their beer. Because, so, I've heard that Big Y has premium beer selection. Sometimes. certain Big Ys. Sometimes. So, uh, generally at the Big Y we go to, it, it, you know, they always have some wandering into the fog. Um generally a lot of, like a lot of 12 percent actually uh now that i'm thinking about it and then they had some other random stuff from different breweries in connecticut that i was like wow like you know back east had you know a gelato girl there and triple scoop like there was some good stuff uh, back east also had their oktoberfest there too but and i that was the originally what i was gonna going to buy but i saw this one and i was like oh i've never had this brewery seems like a good time to try it out would be for oktoberfest uh, yeah i agree and yeah, you'll have to. Um, I'll bring you to Big Y when you're in varieties. town, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> sure, I, 
the thing I always wanted to do when I go back to Connecticut. There's better Big Y. There's better beer stores, but I'll bring you to no. Big Y just because I don't okay. want you to to feel left out. You got to go to Big Y, and you got to get the the Vince Woolfork uh, special pizzas and subs. Oh, the turkey. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I always look. I always when I lived up north, I always look forward to the Big Y commercial during the Super Bowl. There was always one. I don't. It, it must have wasted all of their budget on it, but but hey, it worked though because you never look forward to it. I did true. every year. I was like, this is not. This doesn't fit. But hey, you know. <laughs> um, did you ever? Did it make you ever want to go shopping at Big Y? No, it's too expensive. Golly. So fun Big fact: y- If you lived in Connecticut, you would learn that Big Y is actually cheaper now. Stop and Shop is by far the most expensive grocery store around. Really? B- oh wow! Big Y is like cheaper now. And better. Big Y back in the day was was too expensive for my blood. My mom always used to go there. She and I was just like, Mom, we are we are too poor for this. <laughs> we wasted all our money at Big Y. <laughs> I don't care how many Vince Wilford commercials you've seen, but um, I'm gonna give this. It's a it's a good Oktoberfest. I'm gonna say it's a three seven five. I mean, it's right down the right down the pipe. It's exactly what you want from Oktoberfest. I don't think you can. I don't think you can give an Oktoberfest above above or below a 375. I don't still don't think it's possible. Um cuz we don't pay for the new untapped, so I can't give it like a 38 or a 39, but it's definitely not a 4, right? I mean, there's no such thing. <laughs> Bold claims. Yeah, I know, right? Well, what do you think? I hear what I hear where you're coming from though. I will say that. Yeah, it's brewed th- to be uh Rotenberg. Yeah. No, I think Tasty you could beer. get lo- I think you could get worse though. I think you could end up falling below a three and a half if it was a bad Oktoberfest. It was like skunky. Yeah, I guess you could say that, but I don't think there's ever been like a like you've ever had like a good Oktoberfest and you're like, hey, this I'm is locking in a four point right now just to Yeah. Just to spite Just to prove us wrong. Oh man. All right. What do you think the other three hundred and seventy two individuals think of this beer? That's not a lot. That was, no. was like my, yeah. my amount comparable, of so comparable like to Owens. Yeah. Well, they're about as in as populated of a place as Montana, so the, you know that goes with it. The I'm Montana say, of Connecticut. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Obert's beers rating, and I'm gonna go with a three point eight. Good. I like the logic. Well, me and Obert are at least gonna be still be tied because <laughs> it's a three point eight three. Oh, so, so, so sneak it in there. Yeah, you're first. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for thank you. <laughs> at this point, at this point, Chris is only rooting against one person. <laughs> you threw want... me off. I was like, I was like, wait, did Obert and I tie or something? I was like, I thought nope. he got 0.06. No, he no, did. it's just because I beat Obert. So right, right, yes, it's me versus <laughs> Obert at this point. <laughs> like, if I get points, sweet. I need to get at least one. I need, to, I need to nail this right now. You know, we're six away. We're six behind Todd. I know. I know. So we could, we could get there by the end of the year. We both can't. One of us <laughs> so you should throw. You should, you should start throwing. Just start throwing points. Hey, I point oh six. I did my best. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I'm just gonna blink 382 <laughs> times before Go, I wait, give you I the answer. Count. On you, the start you start again. You start again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You were recording for four and a half hours. What happened? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Turns out it's hard to count 383 blinks. I blinked when you blinked. Fuck, okay. Hold on. Let's start over. At the end, Chris is like hold he's holding his <laughs> eyelids open so he can't blink. You know, sometimes if we if we go long recording, we have a couple of high ABV beers. I have a hangover 
Um, I could imagine waking up on a Wednesday morning and being like, why are my eyelids so sore today? <laughs> I have to call in, call in to work with sore eyelids. <laughs> you got to start. Got jacked eyelid muscles. Yeah, you got to start working them out. <laughs> yeah. Between now and the next episode, just keep on blinking. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Well. Okay. I went, so it is time to hear about Chris's possibly warm beer. Uh, potentially, potentially. Okay, so now I'm sure. I think Chris bought this beer. I think the beginning of of August when they first started selling Oktoberfest beers, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, so I just want I just want to say because I I as they as they were alluding to, I had so many Oktoberfest beers already, but I love them so much. I just I can't stop. I can't stop. Search. You know. So I had to run out and grab a restock today of Oktoberfest. Now, can would you believe when I tell you that? I went to Food Lion, which is Rawr. just a grocery store down here, and they the, this is the only Oktoberfest beer that they had there. Please tell me it's the Sam Adams one. September 19th. No, not even Sam Adams. No Sam Adams, no nothing. Like, this is the oh. only one they had. I, that's so disappointing because I know you were, like, again, so excited for having Oktoberfest beer this week. You had planned it out meticulously months ago. You were like, I'm drinking the best Oktoberfest beer I can find. I, I mean, technically it is. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> None of those statements are lies. <laughs> um, no. So I, I was just, I thought, I thought I, I honestly, I was, I told the guys, I was like, listen, drank through my Oktoberfest Palooza beers. You know how I do. Mars and Mars and Mars and all day, er day. Feist beer, Feist beer, Feist beer, you know, whatever. Um, I was like, I'll stop on the way home and I'll pick one up. And like, literally I picked one up and that was the one. Like, <laughs> so, um, but I'm bringing... From Old Mecklenburg Brewing, or Brewery, sorry, at the Old Mecklenburg Brewery, uh, Mechtoberfest, which is, of course, a Marzen lager. So, uh, Tud, me and you actually went to this brewery when you visited one time what? in Charlotte. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, that's the, the one that was like around the corner from like Yahweh. No, 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 no. That's new Mecklenburg. <laughs> this is old with an E. <laughs> oh, this, this was the German. This is the one that looked at the German beer hall. Exactly. Yes, yes. Uh, so. Oh. So they they do not many beers, but they are all of German descent. It's a pretty cool place if you ever get to go. Food's very good. Nice outdoor space. Looks like a German beer beer hall. Big, huge, long tables. All that cool stuff. So if you ever in, so it's it's legit. I was worried that you were gonna bring like the like oh this is Modelo's October. No, 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 no. This is a this is a legit brewery. Yeah, they're one of the bigger ones coming out of uh, coming out of Charlotte. So this is in Charlotte. Uh, but not just a legit brewery, like a legit German. Brewery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty cool spot. If you ever get they to have go, bratwurst on. They do. Like, you can order bratwurst or spaten. Uh, not spaten. Uh, spatzel. Spatzel. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Um, another cool thing, and I think this is the first time I've ever gotten bottles. Uh, there's like a little pull tab on the bottle to like do this. I'm glad that worked. Oh, weird. It's like cheap. It like, huh? I've never had that before. That's weird. Maybe that's how the Germans do it. That's cool. Maybe. A pull a pull tab bottle cap. Yeah. Pull tab bottle cap. That's kinda neat. So but here she be. Let's see. Oktoberfest. Oh, who can even keep count at this point? Look yeah. at that look at that stein you're drinking out of. It's a great stein. I almost went downstairs to get the stein, but I was like, Oh, you know, you know how I do. All my steins are dirty, you know. Just like can't I almost went down, down, down to get the stein, but I didn't. The problem is, like, I didn't want to pour a wine pint of beer into a one-liter stein. <laughs> that it is very true. That's very true. And you guys also, are, you guys are gonna get boots. we wouldn't have known the T-Rex uh, ability of these beers, you know? Well, 
No, I mean, I guess if you have like a like a legit like pewter stein, but like yeah, well, it's the, not. It, yeah, it's a ceramic. Yeah, yeah. All the all the steins that I have are like clear, and I have a boot. Oh, you guys should definitely yeah, invest no. in boots. I'm just letting you know. Like boots are. I should just start drinking all my beers out of boots. It just. It I, makes, yeah, I don't know why you don't. You <laughs> should, really. beers, it makes beers taste better. I don't know why, except when you have to wash the glass. That would kind of be annoying. Yeah, definitely, I can like, see that. Dishwashers make boot glasses a lot easier, I'm guessing. Maybe my handle will be a uh, brush, a bottle brush. A boot, you got to try polish. this boot-shaped <laughs> bottle brush. <laughs> uh, pairs well with Dawn Power Wash. All right, here we go. Uh, no, so here it is. Nothing uh, pairs well with Dawn Power Wash. Everybody, everything does. It's wonderful. The head, gone. Gonzo. No frothy boot head right here. Um, Gonzo. It is a nice amber color. It look it looks pretty clear. A little bit hazier. Not quite as crystal clear as Obert's. But, uh, I mean, it illuminates uh, pretty well. I think you're still maybe in a bit of trouble. I think you're in a bit of trouble if a T-Rex comes and knocking. If you perfectly still, maybe. <laughs> Just maybe, yes. Um, but not quite as crystal clear as Obert's. Obert's was all the way see-through. This one's got a little bit of darkness to it, a little bit of... Uh, some haze to it, but uh, yeah, let's see who. Yeah, yours is super clear. I mean, it smells. Yeah, Tud's is really clear too. Mine's the, the the hazy boy of the chat. So um, yeah, so uh, smells like a Mars and smells like an Oktoberfest. Let's see, are we gonna? I mean, I already locked in a four so you know four point four before I even call my shot. I hope um, this thing but, is like terrible. I know, right? <laughs> From I hope it's the best beer Chris has ever had. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have to I have to be stuck in a four point. I can't go any higher. It's just the rules. All right, here we go. Prost. 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 Hope it's eighty percent as good as the best beer he's ever had. Well, I want to just dispel any worries that there was about this not being cold enough because it it is it is very chilly, very chilly right now. So you no, know, you could use one of these. I here, I'll hold it up and you scan it. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. Oh wait, hold on. There you go. It says it's eighty two point four degrees. See, chili. <laughs> That's Kelvin. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's missing. It's it's very it's very crisp. It's got a really. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say coppery aftertaste, but I don't know if that's the right way to say it. But like, definitely a little bit something like a little tingy on the on the aftertaste. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm. I know what you're talking about that metallic. That yeah, metallic taste. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel as though, which I, I do get from bottles every once in a while. So like, but this must be brand new. So I don't think it's an age thing. Um, I mi- I'm missing something. I'm missing like, like, I almost feel like there's no flavor. It's just crisp coolness until the aftertaste. So I'm missing like the whole body of the, the Oktoberfest that I like, I'm, I'm accustomed to, you know what I mean? So like, it is liquid nitrogen temperatures, though, so maybe you need to let it warm up a little bit Slightly. to get more flavor. I guess that is true. Yeah, I'm trying to like. Yeah, I feel like maybe maybe it is too cold. Maybe it is too cold right now um, for me to get a good bearing on it. I get a little bit of flavor in the middle, and then it does have like a off-putting aftertaste, uh, at least for me. It's not unbearable, but definitely not the best beer I've ever had, which is sad because um, I generally like I, I generally like these guys. They're not like blowing things out of the water, but they're generally pretty pretty good they make i know food. that off flavor you're talking about though that metallic taste which is like i think pretty common with these types of lagers yeah um um that'd be part of the style i feel like in some in some beers right and yeah like i said i feel like i need a little bit more in the middle 
it just kind of gives me like like cool and crisp like if this was like a pilsner with no aftertaste like it would be wonderful you know cool crisp like delicious um but i kind of need i kind of need especially if i'm i'm expecting an oktoberfest i need some of that you know nice full bodied middle which i'm not getting so <laughs> but what um, i'm hearing though is that it's a 4 <laughs> 4 nailed it yeah um <laughs> if i'm being true I'm probably going to, you know what? I'm I'm generally a pretty gracious grader on Untapped. I think many people will say um, I'm going to give it a three and a quarter. I'm going to drop it down to a three two five. It is good for like the first half. Again, if I wasn't drinking a Marzen, and then the aftertaste kind of loses me. I'm glad I bought a six pack. Needless to say, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have something to drink on episode four fifty. When we do our oldest beers, the house. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. I've been drinking through my Connecticut hall, my Connecticut, Massachusetts hall, like, and all the Oktoberfest. And yeah, constantly buying. Yes, and all the Oktoberfest. So like, I need something to slow me down. So these, these might be a good slow me down beer. You know, um, yeah, not my favorite, not my favorite Oktoberfest, and I'm, I clearly just Gaga for Oktoberfests. Um. Yeah, is it possible go. that it is too cold though? I mean, like seriously, like go. It and, is like, possible. It's, like, it's reversing possible. this a little bit. I mean, it's. Okay. I I I I would be interested to see what it would be at like sixty degrees, fifty five, sixty degrees versus whatever it is now, cold. So, um, so maybe maybe it'll get better. Unfortunately, I only have one that's even was refrigerated. So, um. But I, I don't know. Maybe it'll get better as as the episode moves on. I uh, I did come across this good article, which I'm going to send to my co-host and I'll put in the show notes of off flavors of beer. Um, I think this is something that would be. I know, Todd, you have your list of flavors. This would be something I think good to also pay attention to, which is like sometimes. So you tell me, I should add have, this to my list. Yeah, when you have something that's like off and you have a hard time identifying it, so. I don't see horse blankety. Well, I mean, this is your off flavors. You know, oh, that's oh, something okay. you obviously, yeah, you're okay. going for. But under the metallic section, right, it says um, a harsh metallic taste noted both on the tip of the tongue and the roof of the mouth can be felt throughout the tongue and mouth in large concentrations. Not desired in beer, also described as tinny or blood-like under the characteristics to describe it. Okay. I guess some of the chemistry reasons of what causes it is that it says that the, the ferrous iron ions and some organic compounds are formed by hydrolysis of cereal lipids in grain and oxidation of free fatty acids. It's that damn oxidation. Don't want that. Okay. Leo says grr. Yeah, and like um, I think that's I think that's what I get. I, th- I mentioned that with bottles. I get it way more with bottles than I do cans. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, basically to prevent it, if you're, if you're a home brewer or a brewer in general, you can adjust your water to be less ferritic, lower iron water, um, use some citric acid to re-oxidize the stainless steel that might have been abrasively cleaned, which might be getting that more, uh, iron particles in the beer. Um, and then it says use the filtering materials that are acid washed to remove iron. Uh, also using fresh, high-quality grain malt. So it could be old malt, too. Hmm. But it's interesting. I always like to take a little peek behind some of these off flavors. What what can we find? What can we do differently? And it is. I notice it is like a German beer thing. I don't know if it's like a lager thing, 
that these more oxidized, more iron beers you get. But yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Um, all right, so it's my turn to to do the thing. So Chris, <laughs> how many? No. <laughs> okay. So fourteen thousand six hundred and seventeen. Jeez, and rice. I I expect it's a it's a big deal in around this area. Um, I don't think it's great. Um, I highly doubt it hits a three seven five like y'all's. Um, I'm gonna say it's a three six two. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling it's gonna be more three and a halfs out there. It is low, but it is not that low. Damn it. it is a three seven two. That's what I meant though. Mm. Is that well, three six? Okay, so three six two. Chris gets it. <laughs> You've <laughs> exactly correct the 372 but unfortunately he's disqualified this week because we he has checked this beer oh, in, in the past oh wow okay yeah i don't even, I don't even remember um, <laughs> he checked it in with me oh okay at old right. mecklenburg brewery what, what did i give it what yeah did i give it back then i wonder if it's better at the brewery well i mean ted called it 375 shit <laughs> <laughs> Ted gave it a 4.0 twice. Oh, there we go. You gave it a 3.75. Must be must be better at the brewery. <laughs> yeah. Dang. But I did like how you're like, yeah, I went with Tud to the brewery in October of 2019. I didn't. <laughs> Probably haven't had this beer. <laughs> yeah, we I just did. didn't have it. <laughs> I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it was October when you visited that time. October 4th. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, you, well there you, you go. If you remember correctly, Fine. this was the only Oktoberfest beer at the food. Wow. Hmm? What? I said it. This is the only Oktoberfest beer at the food. Meow. Food cat. The food kitty. Close. The grocery lion. Food lion. Oh, it was. It was. You know, <laughs> Chris, haven't you seen those MGM movies <laughs> where, like, the beginning of the movie starts? It's a big lion. It goes. It's exactly what they sound like. I don't know what the hell you guys yeah. are talking about. <laughs> uh, well, it's two weeks in a row that Chris got it exactly correct, but was disqualified, unfortunately, due to having yep. previously checked in beers. I really, you know, I hate it when I do that to myself. Yeah. Just think, you'd probably have swept the board by now. I, you know, honestly, I think we just start, oh, you two start over is the only thing that makes <laughs> sense to me. That's... Sounds fair to me. What's What's funny about that is that I would still eventually pass you because I'm just better at this game than you are. No, I don't think so. I don't um, think it's that. If we go back to the annals of history before the whiteboard, we're literally catching up, Todd. You are. You are. We're hot on your heels. Mm-hmm. I've been on a cold streak. It's been a, It's been a long time since I've gotten a check mark, but I do get to say that I now have forty correct check ins. Uh, you mean closest or closest? I now have forty of the closest. Yeah. That's right. Check ins. You've hit the mark. It's impressive. Very impressive. So, uh, honk, 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 honk. Um, that's a, that was a German goose. I don't know if you could tell. I was honking in German at you. I think it's. Got, I think. But, I think um, German gooses are generally more angry. Kind of like their whole language. <laughs> no, that, that was like a Volkswagen honk. <laughs> uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, no, nicely done. Um, before we move on to handles, you know, every year I like to bring a little bit of Oktoberfest to. The listeners, this episode. It's the thing I do to make this episode special. And last week, last year, we did the songs. Can you read Remember it? In, the songs in German, though. Uh, no, I want our listeners to understand the podcast they're listening to. Um, What's fun is that? 
do you remember the song some of the songs that i had for, for you all last week last year we had yeah. like the the flying like a plane and swimming like a dolphin um a lot of, a lot of fun music this year i decided to bring the games of Oktoberfest. um and come to find out there's really only one <laughs> it's it's called teufelsrad teufelsrad there's the german um and that means devil's wheel in German. This game has been played at Oktoberfest, I believe, since 1910. Let's see what Wikipedia has to say. Um, nope, doesn't say. Oh, yeah. Devil's Wheel has been used at Oktoberfest celebrations since at least 1910. I'm going to share my screen with you guys, and I want you to describe to our listeners what... Um, what the Teufelsrad is. Oh, it's a hot it lady. Appears to be a appears to be a, appears to be a woman versus a man. Then a whole bunch of women pile in the middle of a so now they're in, they're, they're inside of a sumo circle and a whole bunch of women and one dude all got in the middle of the circle. There's some, I, some yeah, I think the dude doesn't know that he's not allowed as the guy. Something something was thrown in there though. I think they're trying to like sit on something. Oh, now the I, dude was removed. Yep. And now there's a woman walking around with short pants on and uh, UFC gloves. She's removing somebody's glasses. Oh, boy. This shit's about to go down. Uh, She's walking around. Oh. Now the, the sumo pit is spinning. So the floor in the middle of the sumo pit spins and lifts slightly at a slight incline. They're clapping. People are clapping. How long did you say this game existed for? 1910. Wait. Okay. Oh, oh, oh now oh, the okay. floor spins faster. <laughs> So the goal is for the women to stay into to stay inside of the circle as for as long as possible, and the thing gets faster and faster and faster. I don't know. We seem uh, to be at a so those circle people, stalemate right here. Yeah. Oh, but wait, wait for the next element to be introduced. Oh, there's a, there's a freaking <laughs> cannonball. Oh, there's, shit. There's a ball on a string, which I'm assuming <laughs> is weighted, and it gets spun up by the, the floor and then swings around violently. It kicks people out of this. <laughs> people are getting it kicks people in the out face. of the circle. Oh god! Oh. <laughs> he just ate that one. Oh, just wait! One, one girl just got nailed in the face with this ball on a, on so, a rope. Basically, it's like a pendulum that's knocking girls out of this spinning metal. So clearly, oh. somebody oh. is contr- somebody's. Contr- oh, now they've added another element. There's a rope that they that. The girl with the UFC gloves on is tossing into the middle and trying to get the... Oh, the guy is doing it too. And they're trying to get the women caught up into the circle so they get pulled off. Trying to while the them, spinning yes. ball of death is... Oh, clocking oh, people in the gone. head. Gone. Gone. I don't know who's got There's this. There's two left. Two left. Who invented this fucking game? I don't know. This is Jesus. very unsafe. The Germans, man. Oh! oh. <laughs> she won. Yay. This woman got cleared out. By the oh. oh, she's like, bitch! I won. <laughs> Even the winner gets. Does she have in to stay? Face. Oh, she. Oh got yeah, it is, it, is it like a time? Is it like a time thing? Or she win? She won, right? Yeah. No, I think she just won, but um, just she's just getting. Doesn't it end until the last girl is knocked out? Oh, <laughs> oh, there it goes. Oh, all right, awesome. listeners, you have so to go. That's Teufel's Rod. You that's have awesome. to watch this because that's that's hysterical. Yeah, that's that should a, be a TV. That should be that like a TV the, show on like Fox. This year's Oktoberfest. This was uploaded two days ago. So, congrats to the 2023 winner, Lady in the Lady Beauty and the Beast dress. I mean, 
I'm sure. It's, yeah, there's only one. You only can enter once. That's it. We're do- we're done. <laughs> That's it. That's ridiculous. Um, is there? Is it? Is it yeah, just? Wanna... Is it just a, a women's league, or is there a men's version? I think there's got to be a guys' version, but I think it's just just naturally more satisfying to watch the women get flung off of this spinning metal wheel. Yeah, because that guy in the suit did jump in and like sat there like he was ready to go. So he is assuming that... He didn't know that it was just the women. I think he speaks less German than Ted. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. There you go. That's my Oktoberfest little bit, little tidbit. Every year I'm going to give you a little bit more information until you go to Germany. Um, if any of our listeners have been to Oktoberfest, please send us a letter at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Now, what if I go to Germany? Discord. Are you going to stop telling me Oktoberfest facts? Well, yeah, because then you will have to do it. What if What if one of our listeners has been there? Do you stop telling them Oktoberfest facts? Yeah, they can skip this episode. <laughs> gotcha. They still have okay, to download just, it. <laughs> as long as right. we're clear on the rules, I just want to make sure that, that the listeners are not questioning like what's what's happening. So Right. Now they've already at this point they I'm sure they've deleted it. They've moved on. Yeah. We'll never hear from them again. <laughs> but again, Hong Kong Kong Tud winner this week's frosty mug. Man this of week's people, very special frosty boot of how do you say wisdom in German, Tud? Uh give me a second Rotenberg. there, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know every word is Rotenberg? Oh, <laughs> uh, wine tight. And how do you say frosty boot of wisdom? Frostiger stifle der Weinzeit. Okay, well, Todd, the winner of the Frostiegel, what was it? Frostiegel? <laughs> Frostiger. Frostiger. Stifle. Stifle. Der. You see, you're doing it too slow, so I can't remember. <laughs> Frostiger stifle der wisdom. Weistite. Weistite. Okay. There you go. Um, congratulations, Todd. Um, Jordan, only found here is going to play this song for you. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom. Okay, thank you, Jordan. Um, he's ours now. You can't have him. But <laughs> Composer uh, to the stars. at that time, we get that frosty mug of wisdom, frosty boot of wisdom out of the freezer, fill it up with um, Oktoberfest hacks, Palooza figures, um, just, just things to make your life better, uh, dishwashing hacks. Perhaps. There we go. Now we're in my wheelhouse. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, Todd, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the, the boot over to you as the 40 point reigning champion here. What are you uh, What are you doing with this this frosty boot this week? Who's going first? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, so my handle this week is a game that we've all played. Uh, that we've we've played once together, but we played it for many hours. And it's called the Devil's Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think it's I think it's a good handle, especially if you're looking for, especially if you're into to Dungeons and Dragons, and you're looking for a game to play with your friends. Um, 
and that's Baldur's Gate 3. So it's a, it's a computer game. Um, it's eventually going to be out on the, PC, the PS5 and the Xbox. Uh, but for right now, it's a computer game. And what it is, is it's a Dungeons & Dragons game um, as the sequel to Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. And it's um, it's a game where you can you can co-op it, which is what we're doing. Where you can, um, you can, pay, you can play with up to four of your friends. And basically, it's like playing a Dungeons & Dragons campaign that you would in person. Just with the game being the, the Dungeon Master. Um, and it's pretty cool. So you get to, to get to roll your character. Every character in the game seems to have an actor tied, tied to it. So every person you talk to, there's like a mini cutscene that happens with it. It seems like an endless possibility of, of outcomes, except for uh, one of us. Uh, one will not be named. Keeps on getting into fights every time he turns around. He ends up getting us all killed. Uh, yeah, so Todd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, way to put yourself on blast, Todd. That's so, fun crazy. fact, I think I haven't, I, I don't think I've, oh no, I got us into one fight. I fell down a hole. Uh, you fell down a hole, and yeah. O- and then Ober got us into a fight because he tried to run past some goblins. But the rest of the time, Chris has consistently gotten us into fights. It was one time. Every sing- it was one time. No, every single time. No. You got yourself it- blown up. You got blown off a map one time. Like, you got, you got arrested. You killed I got arrested somebody twice. in the middle. Yes, that's true. You killed somebody in the middle of the street. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, the, 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 the shit that Chris gets himself into is intense. I'm really good at the game. I'm just really he bad is. at really Fun fact, bad at he's, supposed, he's supposed to be our charisma player that's supposed to keep us out of getting into fights. I, I literally roll, like, I'll roll, like, a, on, a, on a DC 5, I'll roll a 18. But on a DC 15, I roll a 5. Easy peasy. Nailed it. I will say Todd has traditionally in our group the worst luck at rolling a d20. True. Yeah, not this one. Not, not this true. time. That's true. Yeah, because like there's a few where it's like, oh, you like follow the gameplay like the way you're supposed to go, and the god the the guard is like, hey, what are you doing? And literally, I'm just like, I have no options but to say nothing. <laughs> like, I mean, like, <laughs> and then and then he's like, bullshit, and he attacks me, but. Yeah, it definitely it is a cool game. It is a cool game. I kind of I kind of want to play again. Yeah, I just there's a lot of options. It seems like there's a lot of options, assuming you know you have a charisma character that doesn't get us into fights all the time. But I recommend. No, going I to think check it's it out. A, a really fun game to play with your friends. Um, you know, it's all the advantages of D and D, but it's also that with all the advantages of a video game. So like, you don't need to have a GM. You don't need to like dedicate hours and hours to a single session right like you don't have to take necessarily all the notes or the inventory management of like pen and paper rpgs like the video game does a lot of the stuff for you um so i'm enjoying playing with you guys and supposedly there's Um, a lot of options to the game so if you play through it once with one character if you play through it again you're supposed to get another entirely different story so there's replayability too to the video game very cool i'll check that one out I possibly did it so so the person who's going to take the frosty mug or frosty boot next. So that's why you wanted to go first. Exactly. I couldn't couldn't use it. So Chris, here's your frosty boot of wisdom. All right, fine. I'll I'll just continue in October Festivalusa fashion. Uh, continue with video game news and 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 updates. Um, the oh, so I have to come up with the video game handle now. Okay. <laughs> it's an October Festivalusa tradition. It's true. We do it every year. <laughs> I guess I already have the devil, the devil's wheel. <laughs> there you go. Um, but for the for you Pokemon fans out there, 
I know you guys didn't see this one coming, but DLC 1 of Scarlet and Violet was released uh, last Tuesday. So this isn't even a video game. It's just some DLC. It's DLC. Yeah, it counts. It, it's it's DLC. It's it's new story. New uh, Reintroduced Pokemon. New Pokemon. It's basically a new Not video game. Not only is it DLC, Obert. It's new DLC to a Pokemon game. Yeah. Well, that's on brand. That's on brand. No, that but I mean, is, like, yeah. I don't, like... Like, obviously, I don't play Pokemon nearly as much as either one of you guys. But to me, it just seems like DLC is like, here's more Pokemon. Yep. Now, is this the first ever DLC for a Pokemon game? It is not. No. The, uh, Generation 8 also had DLC. It, but Gen 8 was the first ones to, like, introduce the DLC, as opposed to doing, like, a... Uh, bla- uh, Third black version white, of the game. Black, white, right. black, two, bla- white, two, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I guess X and Y didn't have one. Now that I'm thinking about it, X and Y didn't have a third game, but um, that's the only one. Huh, interesting. Okay. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so for the, for you Pokemon fans out there, uh, brand new DLC. Uh, in, introducing, uh, reintroducing, I think it's like 93 older Pokemon and like seven new ones. Something like that. Something about those numbers seem about right. Uh, brand new story uh, in a new... Uh, new Land, my guess. I guess it's a land territory. There we go. Um, it's pretty fun. I've been playing through it on stream, and uh, I'm not quite through the story yet because I'm really bad at focusing. But um, but I'm enjoying it so far. It kind of reinvigor- reinvigorated my my love for Scarlet and Violet. So um, if you guys are a Pokemon fan, or if you've been waiting, you're like, when's DLC one coming out? Last Tuesday. So go ahead and pick it up. Uh, DLC two is going to release this winter. So. We're going to have some fun, play some Pokemon, catch some shinies. So, Very cool. Mm-hmm. Surprised you used both DLCs for this one hand. Oh, wait, hold on. I guess that's nope, how it that's is. Not, that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need some ammo for winter 2023. <laughs> Never mind. Forget that one. That one didn't count. Oh, but there you go. Obert, would, would you okay. like to finish it up? My handle here, I will uh, top off this boot, add the little uh, the fur to the Ugg here. There you go. Um. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a little sock above the the UG. Yeah, I think so. I did a video game a couple weeks ago when I recommended Prey. That was the week Chris was out, right? We did Prey, which was the game where um, you're fighting aliens in space. Yep. This um, I bought this game came like a kind of like a two pack on Steam called Control. I didn't know what to expect really. It has a lot of the same elements as Prey, where it's like kind of like a horror adjacent game. Like you start off the game and you're walking through the halls of this federal bureau of control, which is like what's going on. It's completely abandoned. You're, um, you're taking your character through and all of a sudden you realize that this is a covert government agency dealing with paranormal activities and covering them up, um, which our co-hosts might recognize from a different game we play. Um, but you quickly become the director of the, the Federal Bureau of Control, and have to go around eradicating the monsters that have taken over the Bureau and gaining new powers. It's um, a fun third-person shooter. I'm really engaged in the story. I'm probably halfway through it at this point, and the gunfighting mechanics, the powers are just okay. That's not what's keeping me going. The story um, I'm really enjoying on the game and Todd you've been nodding along a lot have you played this game so yes but also you'd I'm assuming you have not played the first game in the series then right 
Um, no, I didn't know. So, this, this is just like called the ultimate edition, which I assume meant just like it was like the DLC version. Yeah, no. So, so at this, so I guess I wouldn't say first game in the series. These these games all take place in the same universe. So the first game in the universe was Alan Wake way back in two thousand eight. Oh, um, I have played. I played a little bit of Alan Wake. Then, yeah. then a game a couple years later was called. Oh, it was on PlayStation and Xbox. Quantum Break was the one was the next one in this in the world, and then Control, and then uh, coming out soon is Alan Wake Two. Um, so if you have not finished Alan Wake, you could still finish Control. You could still play Quantum Break without you know really needing to understand the story. But I would recommend going back and playing Alan Wake because you might understand a little bit more of Control by, by beating okay. the game. And then Alan Wake Two does come out like I think it's like next month. Um, Alan Wake is one of those games that I played, I beat it in like one night. Like I was so enthralled with the game that I had to beat it in one night. So that's funny. Cause like I go into these games, I try and learn like as little about what's going on as possible. So like, I didn't, I'm like, I'm glad you told me that, but I had no idea. Cause I just went in blindly started playing the game, which was a really cool way to learn to play the game. But I had no idea that I connected to this whole universe of Alan yeah. Wake games and it's, stuff. It's so all have de- you played Control yet or no? I have. Um, it's all developed by Remedy. That's the game studio. Uh, but yeah, I have played Control. Control's an excellent game. Um, it's probably the best one in the series so far. I mean, Alan Wake came out in, what, 2008, 7, 9, something like that. 10, uh, 2010. And then Quantum Break came out in like like the, mid, the mid-aughts. the mid 2016. And then Control came out after that, I believe. 2019. So, yeah, all great games. Um, I'm really looking forward to Alan Wake 3, or Alan Wake 2. It just came out, uh, or it's coming out on October 27th, 2023. So right in time for Halloween. It's the perfect time of the year to play it. Um, I will probably... Good, good reason to finish it, too. Finish Control. Yeah, I will probably buy it day one, and I'll be playing it on my Steam Deck because I'll be traveling that week for work. But 100% Alan Wake 2 will, will be a future handle. Okay. We already have a couple pretty... <laughs> here for future handles but yeah over i recommend for you go back and play the other two they're different types of games too like yeah i think i bought alan wake for like a dollar on a steam sale and i played it for like a couple hours um it's probably a little again, bit janky like a nowadays two decade old yeah yeah but it's yeah. it's worth finishing especially if you're really digging control um and quantum break is an entirely different style of game okay but it's like ties in thematically story-wise yes yes Cool. Well, there's your spooky October handle. Ooh. For October Fest. <laughs> so with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will thank Norbrook Farm Brewery for their the Kaiser's Oktoberfest. I would like to thank Old Mecklenburg Brewery uh, for their Mechtoberfest. And I want to thank Mountains Walking for their uh, Chopping Wood Fest beer. Hey, you know what, listeners? We also, you know, really appreciate you guys, and we want you guys to join in the fun with us. So, you know, head over to Discord and join the live conversation over there. If you want to send us an email, feel free to uh, follow the email and send us an email at dawfpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, you could follow us on all social medias everywhere that social media exists. We have a we have a, a spot. I think we even have one on Threads now in case you want to check us out there. I don't think we've ever posted anything there. But if you want to go follow us, cool. Um... This week on the Discord, we had a whole, how do you pronounce Pepe's or Pepe's pizza? And we also had some video game recommendations. 
So um, check it out. Yeah, there's always something good going on over there. Potato chips, lots of lots of good stuff. And then you know, if you want to support the podcast a little bit monetarily, uh, you could become a patron. Um, go over to patreon.com slash DAWF podcast and you can check that out over there. Or if you don't want to support us monetarily, but you still want to support us, go leave a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you want to just do a little bit more when you leave that review or when you, when you leave a rating, leave a review because the reviews help more than the ratings, but the ratings still do help too. So if you're just like, I'm just too busy to write 30 cent or 30 words about how great we are, just leave a star rating. Well, you can leave a couple words. It doesn't have to be thirty. Right. Yeah, I mean you can leave you can leave Beer one. Good. You Beer can leave good. one and just podcast say great. good. Podcast you can just good. Write Beer podcast. Better. You can just write K as roast. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Then we know. You're a real OG. And finally, if you're talking to somebody about beer, you think they love beer. Even if they don't like beer. You think they might like podcasts. They just listen to all podcasts. Well tell them about our podcast. because uh, that's a great way for them to learn about us too. And with that, my name's Dud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Should I have done that all in German? I, I'm glad you did. I. Who do you think will last the longest on the Teufelsrad of the three of us? Ooh. I think, I think there's a skill to doing it, which I don't understand. I mean, there might be rules why they didn't do it. But laying flat just seems like the optimal option. I, I feel like... Honestly, I think maybe maybe over because you gotta you gotta get the middle spot and you know just just banking on it. You're probably quicker than all of us. So like if it was a if it was a three v one scenario, he's also skinnier. So if we tried to duck, we'd probably get hit by the ball and Obert may get like missed by the ball. I was gonna go with Todd because I thought he would look the best in the Drindle. That he probably could pull the dress off. Oh yeah, true. Best. Hmm. Yeah, that is. I'd also probably like. I'd also probably play dirty and I'd push you guys. Oh yeah, there was there was no yeah they were they were very well behaved, very well behaved. Even when yeah, not even a little yeah, not even one elbow. No, like there was one time I I don't think that would happen. Yeah, there was one time someone was was being dragged off of the circle. They tried to grab someone else's foot. That was the only thing I saw. I didn't see any dirty work. I would love to see the men's version. (laughs) It's probably like freaking rugby. (laughs) The three of us would last about seven seconds. (laughs) <laughs> we'd all lose yeah like if i'm going down i'm taking you with me and i take you both with me on the way out 